God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let all Israel rejoice in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory.
Praise the Lord. Glory to the King. Hallelujah. Am I on? Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Yeah. Lord. Um, hallelujah. Reading the reading of the commandments. Exodus chapter 20. One of y'all, um, sisters, go over there with uh, Michelle, okay? You all right back there, bro, Shane? The stool fell off. You think about that. The stool fell off. Think about that for a minute. You mean you helped the stool fall off? Oh, okay. That's all I don't know. <laughs> we blame everything on the stool. <laughs> Man, we got some stuff to be dealing with if stuff starts floating around, don't we? Lord, I mercy. Blame it. The stool fell off. Bless your heart, brother Shane. Amen. Of course, we just, you know, we try to do everything we can to make sure that, that people hear. I can't hear nothing up here, brothers. I want to be taxed before the end of the day is up, but I cannot hear myself at all. Can y'all hear me out there? Praise God. All right. We're we getting better there. Amen. Exodus chapter 20. Amen. The commandments. The reading of commandments of the Lord our God, the Most High, Almighty Yahweh Himself, the King of the universe, who's soon coming. Hallelujah. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have bought thee out of the land of Egypt, and out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make thy gods Mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my command. That thou days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Nor his manservant. Nor his maidservant. Nor his ox. Nor his ass. Nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And we blessed the name of the king. Come, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. 
Heavenly Father, we do ask your blessings upon this Sabbath service here today. Speak to our hearts and our minds, your words of truth and these sayings. Sing deep down in our spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Come on, Brother Ed. We're going we're gonna to talk about a very interesting subject. And, uh, you know, it's important for us because if we don't hear what the word of the Most High says, there's no way we're going to be able to um, understand what's going on around us. You follow me? Because, you know, Scripture says over in Ephesians 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And you look at every confrontation, every fight, every argument, every disagreement that there ever is, it seems like that there's humans fighting against humans. Isn't that right? Now, somebody's right and somebody's wrong. And I'm inclined to believe that the book is right and all a man is wrong. Because the book says, and it's, and it's the same book that every all these other assemblies everybody has, but it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That means that if there's any type of wrestling and altercation or something like that going on, you're going to need to have the spiritual maturity and understanding to know that it doesn't so much come from you, the initiator, the originator of this conflict, as it is something else that is going on. Amen. But people do yield themselves to the forces of darkness to allow the kingdom of Satan to manifest. You see, Amen. brothers and sisters, we're the only people on the face of planet Earth, those who've been filled with the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. amen, amen, that understands what it means that we can either walk in the law of God, the commandment of God, and after the nature of God, or after the nature of Satan. Amen. The world, they don't have no choice because they're not born again, so they cannot walk in the nature of God. Amen. Am I making sense? You, you've got to understand that, that um, we are the only people, anybody who's born again, that has the decision-making power and the ability to walk in the flesh or to walk in the spirit. Amen. Because we've been born again of the water and of the spirit. Are you following me? Mm -hmm. That's the reason why we need to learn more about our king, learn more Amen. about his word so we do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Right. Now, we're going to tell it just like the book says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, mm -hmm. but against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of darkness of this world. You hear that? Rulers of what? Darkness of this world. See, there are demonic spirits that are invading the minds and the bodies of all these people here upon the earth. And ain't nobody telling nobody. You understand what I mean? The church is too afraid to talk about it. You know, it's amazing. They'll, they'll talk about, all the, ooh, that's poultry guys. Ooh, that's scary and stuff. But then they'll go sit and look at a Harry Potter movie. Amen. That's true. Amen. Fill their children up full of witchcraft and then wonder why come they hearing things going bump in the night. Amen. That's right. That's right. Go buy some Pokemon cards, all this other junk and stuff, and then wonder why they can't they having nightmares Amen. and can't sleep. Amen. Because the things that we don't uh, put the credit towards where it belongs, which is the principalities and the powers of darkness, the against the rulers of darkness of this world, the spiritual wickedness in high places. The, the enemies has done a, a very good job at putting this fight against each other. Amen. Amen. So now we got humans fighting humans and then the devil sitting back watching everybody destroy each other. Because we don't have the knowledge of what to do. That's the reason why we're here this morning. All right. We're going to talk about um, we got to expose the work of the devil in order for you to know how to overcome, right? Amen. So you can recognize him when he's working in your life or in the life of others. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. Now, what people don't do is they, they don't realize that um, since we are not wrestling with each other, then that means there's somebody else in this earth besides us. Amen. You know, we have animals of flesh, and then we have sea, animals mm -hmm. in the sea, fish in the sea that has blood. And, right. and, of course, then we have blood, and we're flesh and blood, mm -hmm. but only man is creating the image of God. Right. Is that right? That's right. But yet and still, the Bible speaks in such a language that it is actually warning us about something we cannot see yet is so real. For instance, uh, we use something very elementary. You ever been inside of a house or a room and you get an eerie feeling? You know what that is? That's a demonic spirit. But because nobody's told you it's a demonic spirit, you don't know how to respond but to, you know, respond after the fear. Right. Mm -hmm. So you think when you feel fear that that's you. When the truth is, that's not you. That's your body, your spirit trying, trying, trying to tell you something. Amen. That there's something else going on in here that more than what's meet the eye. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Huh? Come on, preacher. You understand what I mean? Yes, sir. Now, if you're standing at the edge of a cliff and there's a 400-foot drop-off and you feel fear come up on you, yes, that's good fear. Amen. That's common sense. Yes, sir. That's saying, boy, you get your dumb ass back, you about ready to die. Amen. Amen. That's good fear. Y'all understand that, right? Amen. Don't sit up and get all spiritual on me. Oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm holy now. I can fly. You're going to go right to hell. Pow! Amen. That fear is telling you, oh, okay, get back. Mm -hmm. Don't go say that. That's the devil. No, it ain't. That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's in your conscience telling you, get away from me. Get, get away from me into that thing, you stupid idiot. Is that making sense? Yes, sir. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. But when you go places and you feel fearful or afraid, because remember 2 Timothy 1, 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear. When you go places or you're around places or, or if you're in dark places or places that seem, that spirits seem to come up on you, then chances are what you need to do is rise up in boldness, stop being a weak, impotent man and stuff and say, now, wait a minute. I don't have no reason to be fearing this mess. What and where I'm fearing this for? There's something that's trying to influence my decision-making power on what I need to do. Amen. Is that making any sense? Yes, I'm making any sense. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you got a, a man or a woman, somebody you seem to be afraid of, that, that, must, that has to be one of those principalities that are operating through that body. Amen. So, yes, there are demonic spirits Amen. that are all over the place. You can't see them with your eyes. They may manifest themselves at different times. You know, I'll give you an example how at times you have seen demonic spirits. Have you ever been in your home or somewhere and all of a sudden you could have sworn that you saw something out of the corner of your eye, but by the time you looked over there, it ain't nothing there because they're gone that quick. You ain't stupid. You saw something. Amen. Yeah, it is. It's that spirit one trying to make you think you didn't see them, but you did see something. Amen. That's the problem that they had with Jesus. You see, when Jesus came, what he did was he pulled the cover off the devil. And the way he pulled a cover off the devil is by showing the influence of the devil and how the devil operated through people. Amen. Amen. Smell, yeah, you can smell them too. They, they got a very foul odor that come with them and stuff. You can smell them. So that, that's what happens, brothers and sisters. So when you get used to um, walking in this way and you start understanding because there are people that you stand in front of. You ever stood in front of somebody and go, oh, boy, something just, ugh. Just ain't quite Amen. right. That's your spirit trying to tell you warning. Warning. You follow me? Warning. Something's going on here. Warning, 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 warning. We need to pay attention to that because your body is a barometer to the spiritual realm. Amen. 
You need to learn how to discern more than anything. See, nobody calls envy um, sin. Nobody calls jealousy sin. But then when you look and see what the end of it and what it does, it's got to be sin. Amen? It's got to be sin. So people today, they believe that they're saved and, and they've been delivered from sin, but then they got all this hell going on in their lives. Not making any sense? Now, the truth of the matter is, is that once you've been converted, once Jesus has come into your heart, he gives you the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome all these spiritual weaknesses in the high places. And then what he does from that point right there is, is he leads you on to sanctification. You understand that? In other words, you cannot be content being the person that you were when you first got saved. When God first birthed you in his kingdom and wrote your name down in the Lamb's book of life. From that point on, since you're walking in newness of life and you can tell that there's something different about you because you start to hate the thing you used to love. You start to despise the thing you used to love. You, you can't stand it anymore. And, and what happens is you start reading God's word. You start getting more into your heart. You start applying it to your life. And you start seeing yourself getting victory after victory after victory after victory as the time goes on. So the, the process that we're going through now is the sanctification process. And the reason why we must be sanctified because in this spiritual walk and this dying out as we go on, we are getting ourselves ready for the kingdom to come. Amen. Because remember God said. Ain't no unclean thing. Is going to enter into that kingdom. Amen. So if you was a whore. You can't be a whore no more. Amen. If you are a drug addict. Can't be a drug addict no more. Amen. If you was an alcoholic. Can't be an alcoholic no more. Because he's going to remove all things out of his kingdom. That offends. So what he does. He spends the rest of these years. Sanctifying us. Amen. Purifying us. Getting ready to inherit. The kingdom. That he prepared because Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not told you, but I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again. And I'm going to receive you unto myself that wherever I am, there you may be also. Amen. But before we get to the kingdom, there's a devil that's trying to do everything he can now that we've been converted to keep us from getting to that kingdom. See, he's not worried about the world. He already got the world. The world practices sin, iniquity, and transgression every day. He got them all day long. Amen. They can't help but the sin. That's right. But see, we're fighting against sin. Amen. Are you following me? Because we, 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 we are, hey, we're, we're children of the king now. Amen. And so Satan has got to do everything he can to, to discourage you. Amen. You stop this holiness mess thing. What's wrong with you? Amen. You can't be doing that. Can't nobody be holy, but God said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Amen. Now, he would have never told us to be something that we couldn't have be. That's right. Isn't that right? That's right. Amen. If he said we could do it, we could do it. That's right. Yes, sir. Amen. So the idea is don't get weary in well-doing. For in due time you'll reap, just don't faint. Don't let um, a situation come up where you seem to fall short of the glory of God, swallow you up with over much sorrow, let shame just consume you. You follow me? Get repent, get up, dust yourself off, and walk in the newness of life. Amen. That's what they're there for. Amen. Amen? So, I usually don't do this, but I'm going to go this route for a second. But the, the dictionary actually defines jealousy as full of envy. And, and the scriptures, both Hebrew and Greek, and the, in the Old and New Covenant right here, uses the words interchangeably. Envy and jealousy. 
envy, and jealousy. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to learn about some of the things we may be dealing with. And we're also going to rip the cover off the devil. So if you see any of these attributes or characteristics working in somebody else, you'll know them for yourself. Amen. Is that right? You're going to know them for yourself. So envy, um, some of the characteristics that goes along with it is it causes grudging, causes you to be resentful, suspicious. And envy, the definition of envy itself, is a discontentment or ill will. At another's good fortune. In other words, you can't be content because somebody else is doing a little bit better than you, so you've got to have what they got. Ah. And don't just associate that with just with uh, monetary things. You can be jealous of somebody else's good looks. You can be jealous of somebody else's body. You could be you could be envious at the way people are carrying themselves because they love God more than you do, or something like that. It could be anything. But this devil masks himself in many, many different ways. Now, Hebrews 13, verse 5. Come on with it, brother Ed. Let your conversation be without covetousness. Now, envy and jealousy are used interchangeably. In addition, they describe covetousness. Did y'all hear what I said? When we just read the commandments, which tell us that covetousness is idolatry. You know, right? I was talking with Bradley the other day, and I told him, I said, man, I got that Battlefield game, and, and um, I, I, his mother showed me how the, he was um, antagonizing his dad and everybody else. He's going up and down like Tyler does, running around bills, can't nobody get him, right? So I got that game, man, and, and I got on there. I said, man, I'm going to get me somebody, too. I got killed five times in 30 seconds, brother. <laughs> I said, man, I ain't no good at this, man. I said, I go over to Tyler's house, and, and Tyler gets on the Xbox, and he looks at, 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 at um, my stats and stuff, and he said, boy, Pastor, you're pretty sorry. <laughs> he said, I think I, I got on there and seen you got, you got killed 11 times. I said, brother, you got right. I didn't, I didn't get one kill, man. They were just waxing me left and right. <laughs> when you're dealing in a realm of that youth like that, that could be somebody else because of competition. That will get mad at you because you're better than them. Amen. And they'll start holding grudges Amen. against you because they desire to obtain what you have, which is a better skill set in that area. Ah. And instead of people just, you know, doing like I'm doing, man, I, I am just flat out sorry. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You understand what I mean? And not cause any problems or any trouble with anybody. Most people can't do that. They got to be contentious. Because they're jealous over something. Mm -hmm. Are we understanding this? So I may be using a video game to apply it to these two young men, but what about you? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. See, when the word is personal to you, that's when the change starts. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is when the change starts. So let your conversation be without covenants. Come on. And be content with such things as you have. Be content with such things as you have. Don't go out and just have vain desires, glory of having somebody else's stuff or what they want. You be content with what you have. Don't go compare yourselves with somebody else. You be content with what you have. Is that right? Read on. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Now, let me tell y'all something. I can tell you right now, as long as I've been with the Father, he has never left me, nor forsake me. Amen. Is that how you must all 82? 81 years old. Has he left you or forsake you? He's still with you? After all these years. Lord, it must all can make I can make it. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, what I'm going to do is just keep make sure I keep a good spirit. 
Because that's what it's going to take. You're going to keep the love of God. You're going to have to love, you know, it's a sad thing, but you're going to have to love God more than your mama, more than your father, more than your children, even more than your own life. You've got to love him. And if you can't love him like that, there will be no change. <coughs> Hallelujah. That's just the truth. Let's just look at the reality of the whole thing. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't even be here. That's true. Amen. That's right. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. I mean, as being the privileged children of the king, Satan can't even attack us to kill us or even take our life unless he has permission. Amen. You remember the story of Job, right? That's right. right? Hey, we're untouchables right now. Got big old hedge built up around Amen. Us. Thank you, Jesus. Big old hedge. You ever notice how these people in this town, man, they talk about us, rag us down. Don't never come, though. Talk about rag us down and just everything. And, and, and I still walk around like, I bet they be saying, what's wrong with him? Don't he know we talking about him? Yeah. No, I really don't, because I don't care to tell you the truth. Amen. That's <laughs> because if I worried about that, and if you worried about that, we will be controlled by our enemies. That's right. Is that right? Amen. And what's the best way to, to defeat an enemy? Anybody know the best way? Can I tell you? Can I tell you? I'm gonna tell you. Okay, the best way to defeat an enemy, providing that you can see the opportunity there. Is to make him a friend. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that all right? Now, envy and jealousy adds lust, which is an unrestrained desire to acquire or to have or to satisfy some emotional or physical void you may have. I'm making any sense. We're going to move on this call right here, okay? For instance, you may look at somebody else's husband and go, boy, I sure would like to have a husband like that, but you really want that one. Or you may look at somebody else's wife and go, oh, man, I wish I had a wife like that, but you really want that wife. You see what I mean? How it started masking itself. Have you ever heard in the spirit of your mind something that somebody has and you thought you were innocently doing it? You know what I mean? And, and you really didn't think nothing about it. You know what I mean? As far as being covetous or envious towards them or jealous towards them. And you say, boy, man, I sure would like to have that. And then nothing went, you know, nothing ever happened to it. But then <laughs> later on, if you end up growing close and knowing these people, or if they crossed you the wrong way or did something to you the wrong way, or you follow them, next thing you know, you hear that voice, and the next thing you know, you have retaliation in your spirit. Mm. See, this is how they deceive us. This is how they... They the first insert that poison, and they get you to agree with it. Then they start working inside of you in order to bring about destruction. Amen? Amen. So the purpose of um, envy and jealousy has two points to it. One of them is comparison. The other one is competition. Comparing yourselves amongst yourself, what does the Bible say? You're not wise. Another one is competition. Y'all listen? Mm -hmm. hmm? I know y'all must be listening because everybody's sitting up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> huh? Must got you already, huh? Yes, sir. Amen. These are two main points of entry, though: comparison and competition. You don't need to compare yourself with nobody, brother and sister. God is the measuring stick. Amen. 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 You need. I'm serious. Don't compare yourself with anybody. Be content because God is the measuring stick. Amen. Nobody on this earth with two two feet. Now they. Who knows what? But uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll stay the course, <laughs> yeah. but we're going to talk about that right I now. Heard that. Lord of mercy. It gets pretty dangerous. Uh -huh. I, don't, 
I'm telling you, some of the stuff is going on. That's but they don't have no heaven or hell to put you in. So the ideal is to fear God Amen. and to keep his commandments. Amen. That's your whole duty in existence for even being here. Sorry, folk, your job is just not to live life the way you want and then die. And you haven't done nothing for God. Do you think, let's just be realistic, do you think you're going to inherit that kingdom? You live his whole life and you've done nothing for God. You haven't even lived for him. You haven't made no disciples for him. You never laid any hands on the sick and healed them. Uh-oh. Wouldn't that be an untimely birth, a waste of, waste of life? Mm -hmm. You did nothing for the benefit of the kingdom of God? Whew. That'd be pretty sad, wouldn't it? Yes, sir. Amen. Now, either one of these routes infuses and inserts the spirit of bitterness. You think about it. Because you're talking about jealousy, you're talking about envy, you're talking about one of them seven points that the enemy uses more than anything to solidify his position. And bitterness is one of the ways that he does it too, boy. Huh? Because then bitterness will lead to anger and anger going to rage and rage going to uh, discontentment. Next thing you know, you're into murder and, you know, murder is hatred, right? Yes. You know what I mean? You ain't never hated nobody, have you? You ain't never hated nobody, have you? Yeah, surely you ain't, you, not you, you ain't never hated nobody, have you? Huh? Let me ask you a question. Did you repent? Because if you didn't, the person that anger you is the one who controls you. Your life ain't even happy because you're too busy being upset. Yeah, you got to repent for that. Hatred is a sin. It sure is. It's a big sin. Amen. See, the reason why we tell you all this is because we want you to be free, not bound. We want you to be free. He who the Son set free, free indeed. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to walk around like me? All clear. And if somebody talking about you, don't even know. Don't care either. Ain't losing no sleep over it either. Hallelujah. The main reason why we become angry at others is because we have, they have something that we don't have. Comparison. The voice of comparison says, oh, Ashley thinks she's something. You ever heard that before? Nobody's never heard that before in their mind. I'm the only one. Bro. I'm brother. Here's the oil. Lay hands on my get up here and all can repent. I've heard it. The only one is up. You and I, too. Nobody else out there has never heard it. They never heard, no, they never heard Ashley, but they heard somebody. Yeah, there you, you go. got to yeah, be technical. Yeah, you don't yeah, get technical with yeah. this generation, brother. You know what I mean. You know, now, you know, now, oh, now, since you say somebody else, oh, oh, oh. Well, you insert the name, uh, any name in place of Ashley. Fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah fill in the blank. So, and then think about this for a minute. If I'm a human. And I'm over here in my little old world. You're a human. You're over in your little old world. And yet we're still hearing this same communication. Something's going on. Amen. Because yeah, how can I hear what you hear? Right. You read my mind, brother? Nothing. You in my head? No. How, how we doing that? See? For we wrestle not against flesh. It's amazing that they have the same communication. No matter who they're talking to. Amen. They have the same communication. And it's amazing how humans pretty much have the same response. 
At first, nah, we don't pay no attention to it. But then all of a sudden, we'll see them do something what we perceive to be. You know what I mean? See, first, everything was fine and good. But since we heard that accusing spirit already accusing Ashley, thinking she's something, then all of a sudden she does something. Now, what she did, that voice has promise. You know why? Because, man, look. See, I told you, look at her. And ask could be just as innocent as the day is long. I ain't thinking about nothing and stuff. And then the next thing you know, when you get up around asking stuff and, and, and she's just carrying on the conversation with you, just casual and stuff, and all of a sudden she hears something like, um, you know what, I was out uh, playing basketball the other day, and man, I tell you what, man, I made this shot from about 45 feet away. Man, it was a good shot. Uh-huh. You don't say, yeah, uh-huh, and what else, uh-huh? See, and here you are keeping a record of what you believe to be wrongs, building up a case so that you can be angry against her, so you can be jealous of her, so you can be envious of her, so you can keep malice and ill will and discontent. Amen. And here she is walking around, don't, and then the next thing you know, another day passes by, she in the kitchen and stuff, and say, hey, what you doing? Now, I ain't doing now. I'm minding my own business. What in the world is that? What did I do to you? Amen. You think you something, Huh? Here she is totally oblivious. And we done turned around and changed channels and we done held something in our heart against her for no reason whatsoever at all but what a voice has put in us. Amen. And now we're treating her after what some voice has said in our head. Amen. And she come over and say, well, hey, I'm sorry if I ever done anything to you wrong. I mean, my God, I mean, forgive me if I didn't. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Whoa, my God. Then it just keeps snowballing. Amen. Then you know what you do from there, right? You go look for allies. You know that Ashley, don't you? That's called gossip and slander and tailbearing. Mm -hmm. You know, she really thinks she's something. Oh, she does. See, what you're doing is you're looking for some, some piece of trash to dump on because they're trash too. Amen. Now, you can look at that person to your left or right. That's who I'm talking to. Now, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to that person to your left and right. You know, they pieces of trash, don't you? So what you do, you go look for somebody to help strengthen your position, to ally against the next thing you know. Now she's dealing with all this confusion and worry because she don't want to walk in, in contrary to what the word says with her brother and sister. But she's been set up Amen. because we chose to believe something that a disembodied spirit said that she had no idea. Sister, where have I ever come up to you and, and said that I thought I was something? Later on, we well, come think of you, we ain't never said that. Well, where'd you get all this mess from? Well, just look at you. Look how you carry yourself, huh? How you supposed to carry yourself? Amen. See, that's the, that's the game, silly little games we play. Amen. And we take them a little too far because we're listening to the wrong voices. Amen. See, Satan kingdom applies strategy to network and to try to tear down each other. Now, if you understand, we understand this, and we're in the body of Christ. That world is getting tore up out there. Amen. You can't even find a one-day conversation that can go on without somebody talking about, in a negative way, somebody else. Amen. Amen. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. And it definitely shouldn't be once the name among us. Amen. Isn't that the truth? Amen. 
So that means while they're getting all this in the principality, see, it started off being jealous of the enemy, then bitterness comes in and takes his little seat. And now we got bitterness, and it's hard to even deal with jealousy and envy because when you've got jealousy and envy and it networks over to bitterness, then rejection comes in, and then you have to deal with bitterness, jealousy, and rejection. Am I talking French? I know I ain't talking French to y'all, right? So what's the real cause of envy and jealousy? The real cause is, is we take our eyes off God and focus on others. Amen. That's the real cause. We're not really looking to him. We're looking at everybody else. Because you know, as long as you're in this world, I can't be happy. You ruined my life just by existing. This world ain't big enough for the both of us. That's the way that this, this spirit carries. Y'all ain't never felt these impulses like this? And get around this. Hey, that's manifesting in you now. And I know that some of you folk don't want to incriminate yourself. I know you. I know you. You got halos around your head. You ain't got no problems at all. Everybody else is just as wicked. And they can learn from you. They can learn from you how to be a good devil. If we tell the truth. Praise God. Amen. Now, it makes no difference whether you like me and love me or not. You commanded to love me, so that's none of my business. Amen. How about that? I don't get paid to preach, so I can go ahead and tell it like it is. Amen. How about that? Amen. And if I did get paid to preach and stuff, and somebody tried to manipulate me, I'd tell them, come up here, open up their mouth, so I can cram it far down their throat as I could. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that right? Uh -huh. Amen. James chapter 4. We're going to go to James chapter 4. We're going to start at verse... Five and six. Now, we need to pay attention to this real good. Real good. And we need to hear what the apostle said. Getting this communication from the Most High. Are y'all listening? Now, what did he say, Brother Ed? Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain? Now, in, in, in other words, this is not something empty. This is not something that's wasteless. This has merit. But don't you ever think that the scripture is saying it in vain that is useless. This is something. It is targeting something. All right. Amen. What? The spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy. I'm sorry, brothers and sisters, but there's a spirit in every single one of us that lusteth to envy. That's the reason why when you preach a message like this, nobody's exempt. You hit everybody. Amen. Everybody. Amen. That's all there is to it. See, in order for us to expose the devil that is working in us, we must preach the word. Because the word is a light. It shines a light upon us. And when we can see ourselves the way that God sees us, then we can do something about it. But until then, we remain impervious to it and we remain in iniquity. And then God can't deal with us. So he gives us his word so he can deal with us so we don't stay the same so we can change. So we become more the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. Amen. So the scriptures don't say it in vain. It's just the truth. There's a spirit that is in that dwelleth in us and it lusts us. You understand Amen. what I mean? That means it has a longing desire to envy. Amen. Can you believe that? Amen. Now that we see we're looking at ourselves the way that the word says. There's something in us that lusts to envy somebody. Read on. But he giveth more grace. He giveth us a whole bunch of grace. Amen. Wherefore he saith. God resisteth the proud. Because, see, an envious person will not admit that they're full of envy. A jealous person will not admit they're full of je jealousy. That's why God resists them because they're prideful. A prideful person is a person who will not see themselves the way God sees them and do something about their condition. 
They will never change. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is that right? So God resists the proud, but he does what? He, but he giveth grace unto the humble. Give grace unto the humble. Don't you want to be humble? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Titus 3 3. For we jealousy are... is, jealousy is, is <coughs> we really love. I'm sorry, I keep writing on. I'm just sweating up here, brothers and sisters. Um, we really love to want for ourselves what we hate in another person. Y'all hearing that? We hate something in another person, but we got it in ourselves. We're in a mess. You see, we don't deal with these natures. Why do you think there's so many religious people up here? And nobody does nothing about their condition. Everybody thinks that they're saved. Once saved, always saved. Now I ain't got to do nothing about life. You just you got a sure ticket to hell. Because them that know to do good and do not, it is sin. And sin is a transgression of the law. Amen. And God is not going to be allowing no dirty, nasty sinner sitting in front of him. Amen. Oh. You mean to tell me that I can't remain the old, stinky, vile person that I was? No. No, you got to be clean. Amen. Where do you think Jesus come? He, come? he come to give us access so we can have forgiveness of sin to be clean. Amen. If it wasn't for his blood, there's no way we could be clean. Amen. Good thing that sins don't have to stack up from year to year with him today. When you confess, repent, turn away, and walk in newness of life, you, your sins have been washed away. Amen. He said, I'll separate them as far as far from the east to the west. I throw them off into the sea of forgiveness. Stick up a sign, say no fishing, never to remember again. That's why God does it. Amen. Then man, he'll run around and see you. Oh, boy, you do look different, but I remember you. He said, I do too. I remember how God cleaned me. Amen. See, so every time they're trying to use something against you, boy, you'll be rejoicing. That's right. Amen. Knowing that God is good Amen. and he forgives us sins. Isn't that right? Amen. Praise God. Titus 3, 3, come on. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. Now, come on. That, 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 is this the Bible? Yes, sir. This the Bible? Yes, sir. So it's talking about just you? No. It said we. We. That means me and you. And all of us. That means me, you, and all them. Now, this, the Bible is telling us that we ourselves were sometimes foolish. Uh -huh. You believe that, brother? Uh, yes, sir. I believe that, brother. Believe Do y'all believe that? Yes, yeah, I believe it. Do y'all believe it? I believe it. Yes, I believe it, brother. I was sometimes foolish. Now, see, don't that make you feel better that I can say I was sometimes <laughs> foolish while you sit back and alleviate yourself from judgment? <laughs> don't that make you feel good? Don't that make you feel real good? Man, I sure do like it when Pastor Dow talk about himself. Boy, I feel clean now. <laughs> yeah, brothers and sisters, it says we. We. That's right. We ourselves were sometimes foolish. What else? Disobedient. Oh, no, not me. Oh, yeah. Tyler, you ever been yeah. disobedient? Come on, brother. <laughs> I, not, not you, Tyler. Tyler? Man, you come here, brother. You don't even look like you got a disobedient bone in your body. I got a couple. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. He got a couple of them. Uh, Ooh, mercy. Amen. I mean, you can look at me and tell I've been disobedient. <laughs> I just wear the scars on me. My wife over here going, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you look at them young people, man. You go, I ain't no way. What? It said we. 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 No, you ain't, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. 
Ain't God good? Amen. He just telling it like it is. Isn't that something? We ourselves were sometimes foolish and what? Disobedient and what? Deceived. Oh, deceived. You know, tomorrow morning, these people going to get out here, and I'm going to show you what they're going to do. They got these church doors turned towards these. And they're going to get out there, hold this breath time. Okay? And they're going to stand up in front of them congregations, and they're going Happy Easter! Oh, when the sun rises on Easter morning! <laughs> <laughs> These boogles are in direct opposition to what that Bible says. They're going to turn their backs towards the temple and they're going to have a sunrise Easter service and they're going to worship the sun, S U N, and not S O N, as it come up in the morning. Amen. I told Brother Shane get that video camera ready because I'm going to go right up here at this church right here and I'm going to stick right across the street and I'm going to videotape this thing. Amen. Good. <laughs> I'm serious. They're going to do it. Y'all hear me? Amen. They're actually going to do it, brothers and sisters. They're going to actually worship the sun as it come up. Amen. That's called deceived. Uh -huh. Much worse than that, on Sunday, they're going to call it the Sabbath, and they're going to go to church on Sunday. Now, we just got finished reading the fourth commandment, right? That's right. Remember the Sabbath day, and that ain't Sunday. No. And then you think that's bad. At the end of the year, contrary to what the scriptures say, they're going to put up a tree, mm -hmm. deck it with silver and gold, like Jeremiah said. Uh -huh. Isn't that right? That's right. And they're going to say, we wish you a merry Christmas. You can't find one apostle, one prophet, one disciple, one teacher, nobody in the book doing any such nonsense as what I just got finished telling you. And yet and still, them are the three main pillars to pagan Christianity. Amen. None of it's founded on truth. So I would say that they are deceived. Very much so. Isn't that something? Yes, sir. Now, just so you know that I can understand that, we ourselves were sometime foolish, disobedient, and deceived. That's right. I did all three of them. Now I don't partake in lies no more. Amen. I was deceived. I'm not deceived no more. Hallelujah. What else to do? Serving divers lusts and pleasures. Hey, divers lust and pleasures. That means diverse lust and pleasures. You know, women go out and get all the men you want. Men go out and get all the women you want. Smoke your dope, drink your booze and stuff. And everything. Yeah, of course, ain't nobody never did nothing like that, though. <laughs> Since Pastor Dollar's the only one up here hashing out his whole past life, we all feel good. Running around in riotous living. Wow. Amen. Divers lust. Amen. Spending money, foolishness on things that it is really just not. Uh, let me let me let me stop while I get ahead, brother. I'm not worried about the stoning. Amen. Hallelujah. Am I telling the truth? Divers lust. Look what else it says. Living in what? Malice and envy. Yeah, wait a minute. You ain't never had ill will towards someone, have you? 
I mean, you, have you did that more than one day? Yep. For one, towards one person? Oh, yeah. oh, not you people. Look at you people. You people look beautiful. There's no way this, this, this resume could fit y'all. What? I going to make a bet. Now look at this thing right here. Malice and envy and doing what? Hateful. You ever been hateful to somebody? Mm, come on with it. And hating one another. Hating one another? Yes, sir. You mean sending back bombs towards each other's fuses and pointing fingers and carrying on? And my, my, my. You know, it's not that we don't like the way that we are. We just hate the things that we've discovered in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Amen. Found out that they wasn't God, and so this, that's what a sanctification process comes. Yeah. Is what we getting up getting purged, because we're now here to be conforming to His image. Is that right? That's right. So no matter how much a jealous or envious person somebody may try to obtain, they can never be satisfied. Right. Never be satisfied, and they will never have peace because they have always compared themselves with somebody else besides Him. Satan uses jealousy and envy to destroy our self-security and our self-acceptance. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever hated yourself? Isn't that something? Now, let's, let, me, let me just do a quote here, right? All right? There's two commandments. First one is love the Lord thy God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, all our spirit. Is that right? That's the first four commandments on the first tables of snow. On the second set, and it says, and love thy neighbor, how? As thyself. As thyself. And you mean to tell me that you're hating yourself when God commands you to love yourself? See, if you love yourself the way that the Bible told you to, then what's the chances of you actually doing something sinful, living in sin to hurt yourself? If you really truly love yourself. Because if you love God. Because everybody said you love God. But the Bible says. How can a man say that he loved God. He don't even see him. But then. Here's his neighbor. Here's his brother that he see. And he say I don't love him. God says. You are a liar. And the truth is not even in you. So the ideal is. is if you're going to love God. You need to love your neighbor. And you need to love yourself. Don't, get, don't just sit there and hate yourself. Do something about yourself so that you don't hate yourself. Amen. Now, I hate the sin that is in you, but get rid. Do something about it so that you don't hate yourself, though. Because God loves you. He put a high price on you. Amen. He put a high price. What kind of price he put on your wife back there, brother? I know it. Yeah. Brother, I know it, boy. That's a, that's a high price, brothers and sisters. You know what that price was, right? Come from glory. Be born in the form of sinful flesh. And can I read y'all something real quick? I'm going I'm to get off point here. I'm going to go over here to Matthew for a second. I'm going to show y'all something. The reason, the main reason why that they killed Jesus. Is that all right? Let me turn over here for a second. I'm in Matthew, the 27th chapter. And I'm going to start. I'm going to have Brother Ed start at verse 17 and read. Through verse 18. We're going to see the main reason why they killed Jesus. That's the reason why we're talking about this spirit here this morning too. Verse 17. Matthew chapter 27 verse 17. Read. 
Therefore, when they were gathered together. Uh-huh. Now, he's talking about the Jews, the religious scribes and Pharisees of the day. Read on. Pilate said unto them. What did he say? Whom will ye that I release unto you? Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ. Isn't that something? Now, this Barabbas was a killer. Mm -hmm. Are you following me? And they would rather have a killer released than Jesus who didn't do no sin. Amen. That's the same way with the world. Amen. All right, but watch this. Verse 18. Here's the kick. Y'all might want to highlight this now. Listen. For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. For what? Envy. For envy they had delivered him. That's the whole reason why they killed him. For envy. Mm -hmm. They desired what he had. See, the scribes and Pharisees couldn't heal nobody. Amen. Neither can the missionary Baptist or any of these other folk. That's true. Church of Christ, they couldn't deliver nobody. Mm -mm. The scribes and Pharisees couldn't either. No. See, we can do that. Amen. Thank Jesus. But it's him that is working through us. Amen. Because we are the disciples of Christ. Christ. Hallelujah. You understand that? See, religious people can be religious all day long. But the power resides in those who are his disciples. And it's not who we say who is disciples, who he says. And who he confirms his word through. That making sense. Hallelujah. So they delivered him for envy, brothers and sisters. Now, the end goal of jealousy and envy is murder. And so since we do not literally kill each other, we use destructive tactics towards each other. See, what this is, these are spirits that are deceiving us, manifesting themselves through us, trying to make us attack everybody else. Not making any sense. So people become verbally abusive. Or we purpose to avoid someone who we should have fellowship with. Or we become so incensed that we find ways to sever the relationship with another person. Mm -hmm. Envy steals our peace and contentment. Just, just takes it all away. You can't even be at peace. And, and of course, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And he said, I come to give you my peace, not as the world gives. And of course, you know when you got the real Jesus, you get peace. Amen. Peace of mind. Isn't that nice? Is that not nice, brothers and sisters, that, you know, when we first came here and stuff, man, we had all this traffic going on in our head and stuff, man, just thoughts running around. And now you're like, man, ain't nothing going on. Now, I ain't calling you an airhead either now. I'm just, I was like, wow, man, we got some peace up here. Amen. And now since you can say, well, hey, since ain't nothing going on, I just think I'll sing this song. Bless the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. And then some devil come by, what the hell are you singing about? <laughs> what do you mean what I'm singing about? I'm singing because I'm at peace. Amen. I'm giving glory to God. Amen. There used to be a time I couldn't sing. Amen. Now I can sing. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then maybe they'll say, man, i like to have some of that. But what does our society do? They mind numb everybody. Go to your local prescription, or your doctor, and get a prescription and stuff, and take a bunch of pills so your mind don't operate right. Amen. And they'll give you peace that way. They'll just mind numb you and just put you out and everything, and, and they keep you that way so that you'll never be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jealousy and envy also steals our self-esteem. We didn't say you'd be self-pride and self-puffed up, but it, it will steal your self-esteem. You don't even have no, you don't even sting yourself highly, just useless. You won't even take care of yourself. You're 
you start to get wore out over everything and praise God. Amen. Well, we lack peace. If we lack peace with God, um, we need to find the peace that's going to give us the peace. Amen. And that's Jesus. Amen. 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 Now, I want to read something. Let's go over here to Romans 121. We're going to show you something, all right? And I was talking with Pastor Farrell about this last night, too. As a matter of fact, he the one got me started on this because he came up with three things. The three things before being turned over. Actually, it's two things, but the third is what turns you over. Now, watch this. Y'all ready for this? Romans 121. And watch this. Read on, Brother Ed. Because that when they knew God. Now, you know the only people that know God are us. I mean, don't you have a God conscious mm -hmm. that tells you, all right, I, I think you're doing something wrong. Don't you have a fear of him? Yes. You're like, my man. So, the, so he's talking to people who know God, but in this past, present, past tense right here, because they, when he knew God, what they do? They glorified him not as God. See, the only way you can glorify him as God is to obey him. If you love me, then keep my commandments. Is that right? Read on. Neither were thankful. Now, we'll notice, we're going to look at some characteristics of people right here. They wasn't thankful. Come on. But became vain in their imagination. Became vain in their thoughts. Imagination, thought, read on. And their foolish heart was darkened. There it is again, that foolish heart again. It was what? Darkened. darkened. See, when your imaginations are not right, your thoughts are not right, and, and you don't glorify God, and you're not, and you're not thankful, but you're ungrateful and stuff, your heart begins to turn dark. Amen. Read on, verse 22. Professing themselves to be wise. You know, a lot of people think this is, this is a self-defense mechanism. That's why we harden ourselves. We harden ourselves against people so that we don't get affected by their attacks. Mm -hmm. So the Bible says, okay, look, you profess yourself to be wise, but what happened? They became fools. Read on. And changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man. Now, isn't that something? Now, here we are born again and stuff, and they're trying to entice us, even in this, to become back like the image of corruptible man. Mm -hmm. Ain't God in us? Yes. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, how many times that you're tempted often again to retaliate the way that the old man would? Ah, oh, come on now. And to birds and to four-footed beasts and <clears throat> creeping things. That's why God, that's why Jesus called them, them, um, them people that was outside the covenant dogs. Mm -hmm. You know what he's talking about. Read on. Wherefore God also gave them up. Now listen, the key is wherefore God also gave them up. Y'all hearing this? You remember when Israel, when they would disobey God. God would give them over to their enemies. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Sure give them up to, why? Not so that, because, they, I mean, they would look at the enemies and go, man, look at these God, man, they got kings, they got idols, they got all this stuff, man. They got all the blessings in the world. We out here in this sand dune and stuff. And so they'll turn around and want to serve the same gods as the people of the world. And God would get jealous. He would get upset. So then turn, God would turn around and turn them over to those foreign nations and enemies, which will whoop the pie out of them. God did that for a reason to allow the people to see themselves and that they would repent and turn and come back to him. Amen. That was the purpose of him giving up because they, the enemy or the devil or the heathen nations are the whooping posts for Amen. God's people. Amen. Are you following me? Amen. Well, look at this. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness. See, now we're in this time. We ain't nobody. We, we, we're not fighting against no, no nations now, are we? Except these warmongering Americans. They're fighting against everybody. I'm talking about us in general. Right. All right, follow me? So now, first we gave you the natural. Now we got the spiritual. The natural, how Israel and God would use it. Is that right? 
He would send prophets and wise men. They would despise him. They'd go off in captivity, get their rear ends whooped up and beat up on, then bam. And that, that, some of them would repent, not all of them, and they would return back, few in number, to God and, and obey him. So when God in the New Testament right here, when he gives up, when he gave them up to what? Uncleanliness through what? Through the lust of their own hearts. Lust of their own hearts for a purpose. Look at the purpose, though. Read on. To dishonor their own bodies between to themselves. To dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, see, people don't think that when you're out here doing all this sin and stuff that you, that you, and that's not a license for you to stay in it. If you got the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is still working with you to convict you to bring you back out. But there are some people that end up going the other way, just like natural Israel did. Amen. That's true. Read on. Who changed the truth of God into a lie. You know the reason why? Because you've been born again, you've been saved. Now you're going out here living out the manner of the heathen and stuff. You done turned God into a lie. Amen. He, he, you are clean, been washed by the blood and stuff, and now you done turn around and try to change the truth that God has birthed you, saved you, but had you born again. Now you're turning like you're being a bad representation, a bad ambassador for the kingdom. Read on. And worshiped and served the creature mm -hmm. more than the creator mm -hmm. who is blessed forever. Watch Amen. this. Read on. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. Vile affections now. You see? Notice, he gave up, gave up. Y'all hear this? Gave up, gave up. Now, because look at the condition that our society is in now. You got faggots and homosexuals everywhere. All over the place. This is an end time spirit. Amen. Jesus told us it was going to be this way. The prophets told us it was going to be this way. And now we're hearing it again right here. What are these vile affections? Let's read. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. A woman is supposed to be with a man, not with another woman. Read on. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman. Now that is just nasty. Uh -huh. That's just purity nasty. Amen. A man ain't supposed to be with no man. A man's supposed to be with a woman. Amen. But this, the Bible said that they change the natural use. Mm -hmm. Read on. Burning in their lust one toward another. Burning in their lust one toward another. You actually, can you believe it? You see, I'm a man. I understand what lust is. I can look at a woman and admire beauty and not lust. Right. But I've been delivered from lust, so I know what lust is. Mm -hmm. Are you following me? So can you imagine you being a man or you being a woman, and then you look at another woman the way that you would a man or you being a man looking at another man the way that you would a woman who that is that's 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 some heavy duty vile affection yeah that's being real nasty i love you brother but i don't love her that yeah praise the lord i'm glad you feel the same way hallelujah you understand that right and it's just a nasty but that's what we at in this generation read on men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error. All which this was gave up, gave up stuff is that, okay, you want a bit. Because remember, God got a habit of giving you what you want. Mm -hmm. It ain't good for you, but it is supposed to be there as a whooping post mm -hmm. to whoop your rear end up. If you got the Holy Spirit, there's supposed to be some conviction in there, boy. You're supposed to be scratch, scratching, clawing, doing everything to get back to God. Amen. Notice, gave up once, gave up twice. Let's read on. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. That's the problem that we're having today. Nobody wants any knowledge of God at all in their conscience, in their minds, in their homes, in their lives. Amen. No, I don't want to know nothing about God. Amen. Nothing. 
They don't even want, even as they, even as they did not like. See, we like doing a bunch of other stuff, don't we? We like getting in the car going fast and stuff. We like doing a bunch of foolish stuff, but we don't like to retain God's knowledge in our minds. Amen. So let's see what happens to people who are like that. Even as they did not like to retain knowledge, God in their knowledge, what did God do? God gave them over. To now, this is mind. gave over. So first two was gave up, gave up, and you get increasingly worse. And then after God has done dealt with you and stuff to put judgment on you, hopefully to get your heart to turn back. Now he's finished with you. Now it says that God gave them over to a what? A reprobate mind. A mind that can no longer be dealt with. A mind that don't even have any God consciousness at all of conviction of sin. Amen. So God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Why? To do those things which are not convenient. Go ahead and have your way, God says. He just turns you over. He finished dealing with you. He ain't fooling with you no more. Amen. Read on. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Being filled. With all unrighteous, not holiness, but unrighteousness. See, that, that's two of them chances right there. And then the last thing God said, I'm just finished with you. Mm -hmm. Why? Because one of the main reasons, because you did not like to retain God and you're not. God wasn't important to you in your life. Amen. Read on. Fornication. Now, let's see. What, let's look at this resume here. So, it says they don't like to retain God. It can only go one other way. They have to take on the characteristics and attributes of Satan then, right? Being filled with all unrighteous and what else? Fornication. Fornication, what else? Wickedness. People become more wicked. What else? Covetness. Covetness, you got to be kidding me. And what else? Maliciousness. Maliciousness, you crazy. Come on. Full of envy. Full of envy. Wow. Read on. Murder. Murder. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Debate. Debate, come on. Deceit. Deceit. Malignity. Mal what else? Whisperers. Now, let me ask y'all something. Are all these... Character traits of God are they character traits of Satan? Satan, and that's what people are doing nowadays. They've been turned over. Mm -hmm. They've been turned over because God has done dealt with them a few times, and they don't want to be dealt with, and they don't want to even read God's word no more. They don't want to pray. They don't want to fast. They don't want to. They don't want to come to assembly. They don't even want God in it. Also, God turns them over to these things. What else? Backbiters. They become backbiters, and what else? Haters of God. Haters of God. Can you imagine somebody hating God? No. See, nobody will admit that they hate God, but yet they'll still do all these things that are right here. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? Amen. So we can't be deceived. Read on. Despiteful. Uh-huh. Proud. Proud. Boasters. Mm-hmm. Inventors of evil things. And what else? Disobedient to parents. You ain't never seen a generation like this before in your life. That is true. Where yeah. children are flat-out disobedient to parents. You know, if a child wants to go to hell, just keep disobeying your parents. Yeah. Just, go, just go ahead. Just see, you just see God will send your butt right on the right on to flaming hell. Isn't that sad? Mm -hmm. Read on. Without understanding. Without understand. You can't have no understanding if you're going to reject the knowledge of God. Amen. Read on. Covenant breakers. Don't even want to keep the commandments. That's right. Just covenant breakers. Read on. Without natural affection. Without natural affection. Come on. Implacable. Man, this is a long list, man. Yes, when you going to stop? Uh, when, it's, when it's done. Woo! <laughs> this is a long way, ain't it? I mean, God, he's he just laying it down, isn't he? He's laying it to the plumb line. Read on. Unmerciful. Unmerciful. Who knowing the judgment of Who God. Who knowing the judgment of God. Now, that one is something. Man, that one gets me right there. Uh -huh. These people, even in the midst of all this, they know the judgment of God. That's what I call bound. Uh -huh. 
Amen. They know the judgment of God. Amen. They are not impervious. See, the only people that, that when we read earlier over here, that it says, because when because that when they knew God, the only people to know that is, is believers. Amen. Israelites. Uh -huh. You're the only people. Come on, brothers and sisters. That's right. Amen. Amen. And then it then at the end of it, he says, who knowing the judgment of God. Read on. That they which commit such things. They which commit such things are what? Are worthy of death. Worthy of death. Not only do the same. Not only do the same, but watch this. But have pleasure in them that do them. That's why you hang around the people you hang around. Mm -hmm. That's why you hang around the ungodly people too. Why you so-called saved? Because you have pleasure in the same people that do the same thing. Because you hang around us, you're going to get holy. Amen. Because we're going on to perfection. Amen. So you, so you do have to... Um, Worry about the company you keep then. Yes, sir. Oh, come on. Hey, we're going to go to Titus 3.10. We're just going to read a few more scriptures and we're done, all right? A man that isn't a heretic. A man that is a heretic. In other words, a man that is a follower of false doctrine, false teachings. Mm -hmm. Read on. After the first and second admonition. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of warnings here. You know, first, first time, second time. Is that not what God did over here in Romans 1? Yep. After the first time, second time. Third time, he gave over. Is that right? So after the first time, second time, the man is a heretic, do what? Reject. Why? Knowing that he that is such is subverted. He is subverted. And sinneth. And do what? Sinneth. Sinneth. And do what else? Being condemned of himself. Amen. See, that's the nature that follows, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. You're condemning yourself. Is that something? I mean, this stuff is for real, isn't it? Yes, sir. This stuff is for real. I mean, it's something. Hey, God gives us. Hey, he would turn around and give people over to strong delusions. Oh, yeah. He seriously will. Now let's go over here to the uh, book of Proverbs for a second. Go over to the book of Proverbs and let's read 634 and 35. For jealousy is the rage of a man. Jealousy is the what of a man? Rage. The quietness of a man. No, rage. The love of a man. The rage. The simplicity of a man. No, rage. The heart of a man. No, rage. Jealousy is the what? Rage. Rage of a man. What is rage? How does rage manifest? Is it retaliation? Mm -hmm. Revenge? Anger? Malice? Discontent? Oh, yeah. Sadism? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Screaming? Spitefulness? Come on. Oh, yeah. Am I telling the truth? That's right. Anger? Criticism? Discord? Slander? Ooh. Bickering? Strife? Mm -hmm. Tail bearing? Backbiting? Quarreling? Temper tantrum. Oh, yeah. Jealousy is the Amen. everything I just got finished naming. You see any of that? You know somebody got jealousy in them. Amen. I don't care which way it manifests itself. If you see any of that manifested, you know that somebody's got jealousy working in their heart. Amen. Now, what it is, the, the, the deal is to be able to pinpoint what type of jealousy it is. So, but if you see these manifestations taking place, you know that somebody's possessing or hosting a demonic spirit of jealousy. Amen. Because jealousy is a spirit. According to Numbers 5. Come on. <laughs> Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. So you can forget about it. In the day of vengeance, a jealous person is not going to spare. They want total annihilation. Amen. That's right. Read on. He will not regard any ransom. You give him all the money you want. Neither will he rest content. Not, not while you're alive. Though Read thou, on. Though thou givest many gifts. Your gifts don't mean nothing. He'll take them and still be waiting to cut your throat. Amen. That's the rage of a man. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Y'all don't know any people like this, do you? <laughs> Proverbs 9, 8. 
Reprove not a scorner. Man, reprove not a what? Thee. A scorner? Uh-huh. Unless he hate thee. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Now, we're going to get deep for a second. Just for a few seconds. Read on now. Rebuke a wise man. Rebuke a what? Wise man. You see, a wise man filled with the Holy Spirit will receive reproof with a smile. Mm-hmm. He may frown, but that frown is with real concern because of, of, he, he's judging himself. And he has repentance working in his heart. Mm-hmm. But then there's somebody else that hears reproof. They got fight in them. Mm-hmm. They come back on you. Amen. They put up a stern wall whoop, right in front of you. You know, because they believe you're making a personal attack against their character. Right. And they're not going to receive any reproof like that now. Amen. Huh? Amen. Isn't that something? But a wise person, even when he's proved, he will he love proved. you. He, man, he will love you. Even when he's reproved. You know, because he's not seeking, he, he, he seeks non-judgmental reconciliation. Right. Amen. No strings attached, brother. Mm-hmm. Amen. The scorner, he retaliates when reproved. He retorts and is filled with jealousy. He cannot accept reason. He ain't going to do it. Each time you buffet, each time you buffer for your comments, you do it with kindness. But he has an evil report against you. Mm-hmm. And when you're done with him, he even tries to get rid, he even tries to get even with you. Mm-hmm. See, so when you reprove the scorner, the one that's gonna slander you, you're gonna get man. You, mm-hmm. There's only one purpose for them, death. Read on. Oh, that was we'll go to Proverbs 27, verse 3. All right. See, a scorner always tries to recruit others on his team. If a wise man get reproved, man, he ain't trying to recruit nobody. He's just trying to get right. He's not looking for no uh, 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 a slander fast, a malice fast. I'm going to kill you fast. Let's get the bonfire and the torches out, man. Let's kill this guy, man, because he ain't trying to recruit nobody. Mm. Wise man trying to get holy. Amen. Amen. Looking for it. Amen. Amen. It's just the truth. So a scorner recruits people who have the same covetous spirit that he has. Right. Proverbs 27, verse 3. A stone is heavy. A stone is heavy. I believe it said it's heavy, man. It's heavy. Yes, and sir. what else? And the sand weighty. Uh-huh. But a fool's wrath. A fool's wrath. Is heavier than them both. Heavier than them both. Read on. Wrath is cruel. Now, wrath is cruel. Because that's what I mean you wouldn't have it unless you intend on working cruelty. Mm-hmm. Read on. And anger is outrageous. Don't it outrage you? You ever seen how much worship you get anger when you get cutting a fool and stuff? And then we come here and worship service to praise God, and all he gets is a golf clap. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Praise Lord. Praise Lord. You angry, you cut a fool, show a fool, and you don't care who's looking. Amen. You know how the devil is alive. Yes, sir. You know how the devil is. Come on with it. But who is able to stand before who envy? Who is able to stand before envy? I don't know nobody. Mm-mm. Song of Solomon 8, verse 6. I'm, I mean, this stuff is serious, brothers and sisters. God wants to save us, brother. Amen. And sisters. Amen. Amen. Psalm Solomon, verse 8, chapter 8, verse 6. Read on, brother. <clears throat> Set me as a seal upon thine heart. Uh-huh. As a seal upon thine arm. Yep. For love is strong as death. Love is as strong as death. Hallelujah. Hear that? Love it because you know death's here to come. Mm-hmm. Ain't it? Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, we all ain't gonna stay here, brothers and sisters. That's right. Huh? But but love is strong, just like that. Yep. Love is strong. Yes, sir. Come on now. Jealousy is cruel as the grave. Ooh the mm. coals thereof are coals of fire. What jealousy? Yes. Coals of fire? Yes. Burning, huh? Yes, sir. Mm, read on. Which hath a most vehement flame. The bottom line is that a person with a jealous spirit is very dangerous. Why? Because they will not be content until everyone around them is destroyed. Amen. So that they alone can stand in victory and say, look and see, I was right. I got it right. But there's only one problem, though, which ain't a problem. It's a good thing for us. A jealous people never get their way. Amen. Never get what they want. Amen. Especially with the household of faith because God has put certain protections and benchmarks around us. Amen. But know this, brothers and sisters, that jealousy is an unquenchable thirst. Amen. It is. What y'all need to do is y'all need to read. Let me give y'all some scriptures to read. Jude 8 through 19 and Romans 2 verses 1 through 11. As a matter of fact, let's read the first two verses of Romans 2. All right. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, you see that this, this jealousy is it, it's, um, it's a demonic spirit. And it networks with other spirits. And what it's doing is trying to destroy us. But see, we got the blood of Jesus. All we got to do is what? Repent. We take away the legal ground from the devil. He can no longer have the right to operate through us. Then we can do something about him. And then we can be free of that mess. And we can say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. And then we can let everybody else go ahead and be mad. And we can go, woo, don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. I kind of like being happy. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Spiritual weaknesses in the highest places your mind. Amen. That's why all the mess go on in your life. Amen. Go on because you, oh, you thinking, huh? I'm thinking. Yeah, what are you thinking on? If you're thinking the way you look, you need to stop thinking. Because it ain't doing you no good. It ain't doing you no good at all. Amen. Come on, brother. First two verses. Therefore, thou art inexcusable, old man. You are all, every single one of us, we're all inexcusable, old man. Read on. Whosoever thou art that judgest. Now, if you judging somebody else, read on. For wherein thou judgest another. For where you judge somebody else. Thou condemnest thyself. You are condemning yourself. Why? For thou that judgest doest the same Here thing. Here you are judging and you're doing the exact same thing that you're judging. What is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Read on. But we are sure that the judgment of God. I'm sure it is now. <laughs> is according to truth. That the judgment of God is according to truth. Against them which commit such against things. Against them which commit such things. That means including the people judging and you that are doing it and you can't even see it. See, judgment should always be with what? Mercy. Mercy. Why? Because we're looking to pull our brother and sister out of the fire, not to put more fire on them. Amen. There's, a, there's an old law that says, called sowing and reaping. 
Mm-hmm. As a man sow, that shall also reap. So if you're going to sow discord and malice and discontent and ill will on somebody, you're going to throw all this mess on top of somebody, what you think is going to come back in your life? You're going to throw all this mess on somebody else? It's gonna, it's, I'm telling you, it's just like the law of gravity. What goes up, come down. Amen. I'm serious. Amen. Go, this water, man, you ever seen water come out of a cloud? It goes up, come right back down. Amen. Now, isn't it amazing when we sit there and watch all that rain fall out of them clouds? How in the world? How in the world all that water come out of them clouds up there? Man, man, shoot. Let me see if I can catch it and throw it back up there again. Why come it ain't staying up there? It's crazy, ain't it? Isn't that something? But yet and still, that cloud, and I believe me, I've been through them a few times. And I didn't, I didn't come out soaking wet. But I would tell you what, if I was on the ground and the, and the rain fell from a cloud and hit me, I was wet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did it, but it did it. Blessings fall on just as well as unjust. Amen. You better believe it too, brother. So the ideal is, is to put away jealousy from you. And the way you do it is through repentance, a made-up mind, to completely change your life. You're going to turn from it. You're not going to walk in that mess no more. Let somebody else have it. It's the, the whole world's got enough ill will, madness, jealousy, sadness to go around. Let them have all they want. You just walk and be free and walk in the newness of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the way I, I mean, I kind of like it like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And that was only just part one of this, this, this one right here. I got part two to go a little bit deeper, all right? Got to go a little bit deeper. All right. Amen. Amen. I hope y'all learned something. Yes sir. yes, sir. So, I mean, y'all know the deal, right? What you do is don't everybody come jump up and say, I need some prayer right now. What you do is you do a good, a, a good evaluation of yourself. Discern your heart. Write down some of the things you heard and say, man, do I have a problem with that? Am I still it? Write that down. Then you know what you need to pray through Amen. and ask for forgiveness of, and you watch and see how light everything starts happening. And then if it, the devil's still trying to harass you, tempt you, told me, come on up here. We'll pray for it. We'll cast the devil out of you. Amen. Amen. Sure, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't nothing but a thing. That's right. Ain't right, Chuck. Ain't nothing but a thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your words of truth. We pray these sins sink deep down in our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for these words that blesses our heart and soul, that conforms us into your image. We thank you for giving us and granting us repentance unto life. Watch over the saints of the Most High, every single one of them. Bless Pastor Farrell and them in, South, in North Carolina and the saints in South Carolina, including the ones that we don't know about. Strengthen the body of Christ, no matter where they may be. Keep the hedge built up around about them until your coming, Father. We give you the glory for all things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Y'all bless Sabbath. Amen. The king is coming. Amen.